0: The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jalen Nye. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. Question for you, Chadville. Do you have an epic journey? One that you have taken? Maybe it was just an incredible trip. Maybe it was a learning journey. I don't know what it whatever however you want to describe journey. Maybe you've done it. Maybe you'd like to do it. Let me know what it is at 780-496-0063. There is an amazing story that is unfolding in our country. Filmmaker Dan Whalen is on a five-year trek along the longest trail in the world, the 24,000-kilometer Great Trail, also known, yep, as the Trans-Canada Trail, making the film 500 Days in the Wild. Take a listen.
1: When I left on this journey, I felt like we used to live in a society and now we live in an economy and it lost all its meaning for me. Is this what you call a midlife crisis? (laughs) I left Newfoundland in 2015 on a 24,000 kilometer journey across this land.
0: 500 days combined stories of the land, the people, the communities that she has passed through. Deanne left St. John's, as you heard, Newfoundland on July 1st, 2015. She joins us this afternoon. Deanne, welcome to the show. Hey, Jalen, Thank you. And hi, I'm Miss
1: It's great to be here. Thank you. I'm so happy to hey, be we- in Alberta right now. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Where are you right now? Literally, literally, I am on, uh, just a few feet from the Lester Slave River, right where it meets Lester Slave Lake, so north of Edmonton. And yeah. I'm about to paddle 200 kilometers, uh, starting tomorrow morning, resuming my journey, uh, to Athabasca. And then from Athabasca, I take a land trail and I'll be heading south all the way through, uh, near Edmonton, Calgary, and then into bampton through the Rockies.
0: Oh my goodness gracious. Okay, this journey of yours, this amazing journey that you have been on, you're on the last leg of it. You've got about 2,500 kilometers left. That's right. What What does that feel like?
1: Oh, it feels like I can actually uh, start thinking about home. I haven't allowed myself <laughs> to think about that. Of course, when I left, I never could have imagined it was gonna be a journey that was gonna take me so long. Like I left, you know, like most people do on their adventures with a little itinerary of like day one <laughs> and day two, right? And then like by day 10, I was like, okay, you are so far off your mark. Like, instead of going 50 kilometers a day, I was going, like, five. And I was like, yeah, you have got to just burn up this little piece of paper. And I think that was the first transition for my personality on the trail is I left, like, the rabbit. And I instantly was like, it's going to be the turtle, you know. It's like, you got to let go of that rabbit suit and just slow it, right? It's going to be a different journey than you signed up for, but you're on it. And away we go, you know. And, and you
0: know what, you- I, I'm amazed at some of the journeys that you have been on. This is not your first journey. No. Uh, you have been making films and writing books about your adventures for years. You've been to the Arctic. You've done Everest. Yep. What yeah. was it that What was it that made you want to do the Great Trail?
1: Um, it's the longest trail in the world, so there was something about that that intrigued me. After being to one of the most northern coastlines and being in one of the highest mountains, but I'm also I love adventure stories because I love adventure myself, but I also look for stories that have a theme of traditional knowledge and modern science and technology working together to take people through danger to safety. So, for instance, when I was up in the high Arctic, and Jaylin, I just did a little quick look at your own story, <laughs> you'll like this one. This land I traveled uh, 2,000 kilometers with five Inuit elders and two... Uh, um, Canadian army a sergeant mm-hmm. and a commanding officer and we went with the mission to raise the Canadian flag on the most northern tip of land in Canada and Love it. Uh, it was, you know I was an embedded media person right yeah and I, I said I'll do your media in exchange for me trying to shoot an indie film and it became a national <laughs> film board film called this land um, but that was a perfect example of even the military knowing like when you're going to go up into the high Arctic you know all that high technology stops working when you hit minus mm-hmm. 80 degrees right because those batteries stop working and at that point you need human wisdom you need people yeah. who have for generations been living on the same land whose parents and ancestors have taught them what they know as they go on and know how to survive out there without all that technology but don't get me wrong you need both you need both and i think we need both work together and i look for stories that celebrate that and everest is the exact same way i mean for all that high-tech tech stuff um you need sherpas you know you need this yeah. indigenous people of nepal to help you get to the top they understand the mountain and i suppose you know five years ago for me the world stopped making sense like that you know quote at the beginning of my film trailer that you played there which is just mm-hmm. like yeah we used to live in a you know society and now we live in an economy and i just was yeah. feeling like i was turning 50 and i'm like okay this could be your classic midlife crisis <laughs> but there's got to be more to it than that it's almost like we're living i'm a storyteller so for yeah. me um i'm not really interested in facts i'm interested in the story and for me like our, as a culture we share a story and it feels to me like that story's broken right now and it's not actually built <laughs> on just like are we being good ancestors to the future you know that's one of the questions i'm asking myself on this journey i mean uh you know are we thinking about the future um so yeah i just wanted to go out on the land first and foremost as a as a person just to enjoy this incredible physical experience i mean like i can't believe i'm getting away with it like i haven't had a real job like <laughs> Um, you know, I'm out here, I mean, living in my tent. We are what we're willing to suffer for, Jalen. You know, like, everyone thinks I have a sugar mama out here or something because I can take five years off and make this film. But reality is, you know, I gave up everything to make this film. I had to give up my home, my car. I made sure that the only bill I had every month was my satellite phone bill and my cell phone bill. And once all that was in place, I was. I, I went off to make this, you know, make this journey and to make the film. Um, Dan, I, and, I, I, have,
0: I have so many questions for for okay. you I have so I have so many questions for you have you stopped at all like or, or when you do stop do you, do you take like a month off somewhere or a couple of weeks or has this just been like straight on
1: no for sure I do t- I stop I mean I'm I, the trail has been my home for five years but even here like I'm at Norm's walleye camp on the side <laughs> of the river um I've been here you know we've done our laundry I have two women out here helping me right now my best friend and my partner um and uh that's this is new when i first left on my journey five years ago it was pretty well solo for three years with the exception of a filmmaker coming out to help me every once in a while um but because of the pandemic we needed to set this up differently this year just to make sure that um while i needed to i could stay out of the communities like all my resupplies would happen on the side of a dirt road you know um and uh so yeah, no, I do take time. I mean, I, I'm, especially right now, like I said, we've been here a week. I've been working on a grant. You know, I'm in my final year of film production. It is an independent film. So I'm mm-hmm. writing, you know, I'm writing Sundance and Tribeca and, you know, you name it. I'm writing film grants right now. Um, and uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's a balance. I mean, it's my home. The trail's my home. So I got to, I got to maintain the balance of doing all those things. And I didn't walk away from my career. This is my career, you know, I out know. here making films and writing stories. So.
0: Yeah. So, so give me an idea. I mean, you're doing this. You've you've been you know riding a bike. You've been using a canoe. You've been you've been walking uh, through through all of this snowshoeing, mm-hmm. whatever it is. You've yep. had um, you know I, I'm sure you've been asked this before, but you're going to get asked again about some memorable mishaps. I mean, I, I saw <laughs> I was watching a bunch of stuff where you were paddling one day and then you woke up to, to, to snow. You've had run-ins yeah. with bears. Like oh, what yeah. what stands out in that?
1: Um, well, you know, I mean, of course, as a woman, when I left on this journey, I was afraid, right? As any woman would be going off into the woods by herself. It's sad. We're just raised in a culture where we're afraid um, of being alone, especially out in the woods. But... So, I mean, I guess what I can say is through these mishaps is that somehow I've come through them. And at no point, (laughs) and knock on wood, in five years, I've never, I carry a GPS. I can hit an SOS button anytime I'm in trouble if I feel like my life's in danger. But I've never had to do that. Whenever I've been and I've had a difficulty, like, it's funny, the story you just brought up, I'm with the same woman right now, Janika, she just came out to paddle with me for a few weeks. So she was with me on that one when we got stuck in the ice, right? Right and you know we weren't afraid it's like yeah we woke up and we're in the middle of nowhere and it could take could take a month to get out of here i don't know but we had the food and we had each other and we had we had the skill set to survive so Mm -hmm. we weren't these damsels in distress you know which everybody (laughs) wants to make out to be you know we were every time We've had to confront an adversity. I've managed to get through it either by myself, like I paddled you know, seven thousand kilometers of this trail and I paddled Lake Superior by myself. Like you know, I can tell you, Jalen, solitude reveals what a mirror cannot, you know. <laughs> um and so like there's been a lot of those kinds of but as they go even the other day, like it was last week, we had a bear. We woke up at six o'clock in the morning. And the tent was coming down on my face and I thought it was my buddy who rolled out for a morning pee and was joking around. And it turns out, no, it was a big, it was a black bear pushing down on our tent. And, uh, and so I said to my friend, hey, knock it off. Like, you know, it's a tent collapsing. And then I realized she was sleeping right next to me and she opened up the door and there was this black bear. And it sounds terrifying, but in effect, actually wasn't that bad i mean we looked at the bear it was two years old it was frightened it was curious it ran away there was no altercation there wasn't even anything ripped up so i suppose what it is is you you have these fears and you're just you confront the fears you get through them and maybe the bar just changes in terms of what you think you can accomplish right um and uh we anyway i guess too being a woman at my age i'm in my 50s you know it's like i'm not out here to prove i'm strong how fast i do something is completely meaningless to me it's a total <laughs> abstraction i don't even care about that at all i care about how connected i am i can I, you know try to enjoy each day that i'm out here i film every day i write every day And I want to make a really, really beautiful film because for all that separates us in this country, what connects us is this land and these waters. And I hope that this film can somehow you know, really relay that and, and celebrate uh, what it is that we share, right?
0: And Deanne Whelan joining us this afternoon from uh, the shore of Lesser Slave River uh, on the way <laughs> up to Athabasca and uh, she's on a five-year trek along the longest trail in the world making a film called 500 Days in the Wild. A couple of things I wanted to get to before we run out, run out of time. Um, you know, I think right now um, in this country and probably right around the world, Deanne, is that I think we feel farther apart from each other than ever for a number Mm -hmm. of reasons, um, including the pandemic, including our cell phone. You name it, we are. What have you learned about this country, about this trail, about this experience? Um, Well, I guess my question is, what have you learned about this country from this experience and, and how we are connected?
1: Um, Well, like I said, I think what connects us is this this land. It's the land that we share and the things that we need to protect and the things that are important are like the quality of our water and the quality of our air because that's really what we owe the future. I'm not sure the future is going to care about an economy if they can't breathe and there's no water to drink because those are just basic survival needs. So, I mean, what I've noticed traveling across this country and what we don't always remember Um, because we are so afraid, um, is that this is a country of kindness. I have not met in five years one bad person on this trail. And I am extremely vulnerable, like many years alone out there. And if I can quickly tell you a story. I I got into some trouble in Nova Scotia one time, and I'm in the middle of nowhere. I'm in a big storm, and two hunters come up to me. I haven't seen anybody in a long time, and I'm frightened. I'm a woman alone in a storm. I'm lost, and here comes two hunters. I should have been happy. But I was afraid. Make a long story short, those guys ended up taking me back to their hunting camp, making me some fresh deer meat, and the next morning set me off on the trail with dried <laughs> clothes and and food in my pack, you know, and put me back on the trail. And here's a perfect example of when I saw them, I was afraid, and so everything that they represented was fear to me. But if I had seen them and went, yay, you're like here. So I realized that we bring fear to the conversation and that's the work that we have to do as individuals. It's like we have to deal with our fear and stop projecting it. The fact is 99.9% of the people on this planet are good, kind people. And they would okay. give you their shirt if they thought you needed it. So instead of, you know, uh, activating on and running off that fear, we've got to start coming back to a place of love and kindness. The real currency here is kindness. I am making this film not with a budget of money. I am making this film with a ki- currency of kindness. And mm-hmm. I mean, I, as all well, I guess I can say is just, I think that's the work we each have to do as individuals, is deal with your fear. It's not real. You know, it really isn't.
0: Before I let you go, I was watching an interview with you uh, from earlier, and um, I wanted to get to this point. There's been a lot of talk about Canada's uh, missing and murdered women. It's been a year since mm. the inquiry wrapped up. You know yeah. that. Yeah. Um, you you spoke about how these women have come along with you on this on this journey. You've, you're, you're holding space for them, mm-hmm. and and it's led to some really unexpected and really powerful experiences. Can you share that with us before we have sure. to say goodbye? Absolutely.
1: Well, um, you know, you're right. Before I left I sat with what would I carry in my heart and uh, I wanted to pay respects to the ancestors of this land we are making this trail to celebrate Canada's 150th people have lived here for 10,000 years I kind of as a storyteller want to rebrand what this trail could represent and for me it is what connects us and I thought I'm going to pay my respects to the ancestors so I spent time with the Mi'kmaq, the Cree the Ojibwe getting to know an Indigenous mindset and see a lot of hope there for how we might change our relationship to the earth in any case before i left i decided the way i would honor the ancestors would be to remember these women as one woman to another woman and back then it was you know we had a different government and there wasn't even an inquiry going on at that time right so it, it was huge to see even the change that's happened in the last five years but what i learned is what we carry in our heart and this is such a valuable lesson what you carry in your heart shapes the journey that you are on <laughs> because i carried these women i didn't go around even telling anybody that in the morning i'd be smudging on the trail as i was taught to by a hide friend of mine who gifted me a feather before i left and i just was a private thing and then i and then all of a sudden these opportunities started presenting themselves where i was invited into drumming circles and there was the grand chief waiting for me on the shores of the fedora lake when i paddled that in the cape breton and one thing just has led to another and i just realized that just by carrying that in my heart they have that that intention has completely shaped my journey and it's a lesson that i'll take off the trail as well and I'm, it's one i'm glad to, to share with anybody that wants to listen to it is it's it's the most important thing we live in a culture now where we're too much in our minds it's like let your heart guide you and put your mind to work where your heart wants to take you you know get back to that get back to that and that what you carry there is going to shape your life, whether you're co- conscious of it or not. So, good to be oh. conscious of what it is you're carrying in your heart. You know. <laughs> what have you What have you learned about yourself? Um, I've learned about myself that I've spent two too uh much time just trying to be in a rush all the time and that i really did it was such a lesson at the beginning of this trip to realize that i did not have the physical strength to do the journey in the way that i wanted to and that i wasn't out here to do that i was out here to write a story write a book and make a film and just to slow right down and be present because when you're living in nature you have got to be present all the time i have to constantly be looking at which way the wind is blowing what's happening on the surface of the water what kind of whose footprints are on the ground that i might set my tent up in tonight I don't want to be stepping in a... I don't want to be sleeping in a grizzly highway, you know? Um, so it completely puts you in touch with your physical environment. And you have to be present because your safety depends on that. And what a guest that has been, you know, instead of uh constantly being worried of what might be. You have to just be with what is. And um for me, like I know a lot of people learn that in yoga, but I wasn't my personality. I have to go out and like <laughs> drag my body across Canada. Yeah. It took me five years of dragging my body across Canada to learn that. But I walk with many, many, many um things and so much I've learned from the indigenous people of this land and in their kindness and welcoming me into their communities and sitting and listening and learning and um there's so much there for us all and if we can just like I said bring the traditional knowledge of the indigenous people and their relationship to the earth with the science and technology of western culture we have the capacity of creating a very sustainable and beautiful place to live here for many many generations to come and it's just about having that kind of vision you know being able to look forward and and to, to see that and to carry that kind of hope for tomorrow and I do I'm very optimistic despite all the negativity that's out there because I see kindness and i encounter kindness every day it's, it's so hard it's, it's very easy for me to be very hopeful about the future
0: deanne i am so out of time i want to thank you for joining me this afternoon i can't wait best of luck on the rest of your journey can't wait to see the film 500 days in the wild thank you for joining me all the best you, stay safe thank you take care now